It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger. America. This past week at our Fight Life East conference, we awarded Matt Walsh with a with an award. That yes, we're gonna, we we're gonna, uh, <laughs> we're gonna present it. We're to gonna him. present it to him yeah. on the show Today. live. Oh, on the show. So you gotta oh. stick around for that. But first, we're actually gonna be in Wenatchee That's next right. week. Yeah, Wenatchee next week. We'll be doing a live show October twenty first. Pastor Toby and we. There's a little afternoon kind of workshop. Pastor yep. Toby and I will be speaking at at what? from three and four o'clock, and what, then uh, a show that night with Pastor Wilson and Ben Merkel uh, on big tech, big COVID, big government. So uh, pretty fun. Excuse oh, me. Question. Yeah. Get a quick question. Uh, what are we talking about in Wenatchee? Yeah, what he just said. About what? Big tech, big government, big uh, COVID. There we go. Big tech, big government, and big... No, I'm sorry. Big ed. Why did I say tech? Big ed, big okay. government, big COVID. Okay. And that is, since for people who aren't watching, that's Ben Merkel. Yeah, Doug. Doug yep. Wilson. Yeah. And then, and then we're just doing a little afternoon, a little two talks in the afternoon on kind of basically the spheres of sovereignty and everything at three and four o'clock at mm. Grace Community Church, right? That's Grace Community Church. It might just be Grace Church. Grace Church yeah. uh, in Wenatchee. They're not very community oriented, but no. just, just <laughs> church oriented. But King's Cross in Wenatchee sponsoring it. So if you have any questions, email them. They should have it up on their website and all this stuff. Do you own a business and write a lot of proposals? If so, you should check out smartpricingtable.com. Smart Pricing Table allows you to create quick and accurate proposals, and it's loaded with features like recurring fees, quantities, and line item upsells. When your, pros when your prospect is ready, they can e-sign, and you're off to the races. Visit smartpricingtable.com and mention CrossPolitik to get 25% off your first two months. Yeah, that's cool. We actually use that for our corporate partners. We, uh, we use pricing. Do, do table. we use it? We use it. Cross politics. Garrison uh, does. Yeah. You, you feeling know. okay? I'm, I'm I'm definitely under the weather. Yeah, you, yeah. You guys got me last week at that conference. You took me down on a yeah. ten count. So, so I, Neil, is all of the conference talks available now for people? They can go to the app club members for all the club members. They can go to the app yep. and download and listen to all the talks twice. Especially probably George Gilder, which you probably need three times to listen to. It's a little that's a, dense. That's a whole different kind of oatmeal it's a, stout. It's a it's a little dense, yeah. but it's really really Speaking good. Speaking of which, why am I not drinking beer yet? Oh, no, it's beer, beer and yeah, soul. It is beer and songs. Hey, right. come on now, come on now. Okay. Cheers. Here we go. I, mean, I don't know what's in that cup, Gabe, but you it's, know. It's scrumptious essence. <laughs> it's what? It's scrumptious essence. Cheers to the king. Cheers <laughs> to the king. What is that? <laughs> that was uh, Will word. Ferrell. Will Ferrell uh, did, was doing a Saturday Night Live skit. He's like, oh, let me think of a word. <laughs> scrumptious essence. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's that's uh there you go. Would you hear me the glass? Because uh, yeah. we're not allowed to drink any beer on the show on Beer and Psalms Wednesday without first hearing the song. Okay, so for those who have missed our conference last whoa, week, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, ooh, you poured it out a little mm. fast. He's uh, trying to get to it before we you did. did a live show with Jason Whitlock and Megan Basham. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jason Whitlock, The Blaze, Megan Basham, Daily Wire. It was great. And it was it a was. lot of fun. Basically, our goal was to kind of encourage people to think about journalism and the, yeah. and the importance of journalism Not in just our culture. Think about it. Get, get, in. get into in. it. Yep. Get into it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, Christian journalists. That's right. And, you know, one of our goals here at the network, we'd love to build a, a network of journalists over the yeah. years as God blesses us with resources and time. 87%. Of journalists are right now in our culture are Democrats are liberals probably more than that honestly. and it's probably more than that because yeah, um, the other Republicans are just you know, cowards they're just, yeah, <laughs> which would right. right. make right. them a Democrat rhinos basically. right um, and and so it's a great show but during the show Matt Walsh came up and and we decided that Matt Walsh should get journalist of the year here check it out Matt Walsh has been amazing. Can we hear from Matt Walsh? Jur- journalist of the year. Seriously. Journalist of the year. He Seriously. Has been at, so, and he's been going after the transgender surgery stuff like none other. What is a woman? Great job, Matt. Take that, Matt Walsh. <laughs> Take that. We now like, what you got to we, say, we, player? We you like want to start a fight? <laughs> we, 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 we said oh. great job, Matt. Oh. Good job. Oh. Yeah. Good job. Oh, good job! Yeah, good job! You're doing, Matt. doing great, man. Good job, Matt you're doing Walsh. Real. So, so mm. um, but what was hilarious? Journalist of the year. We, we awarded Matt Walsh with journalist of the year. And then here's the Matt Walsh. Praise God for Matt Walsh. That was on Saturday. That was on Saturday, and then on Tuesday of this week was that yesterday or Monday? Was it Monday or Tuesday? Uh, his show on Monday or Tuesday of this week. He kind of he kind of came after us a little bit. What Matt did? Just, just a little bit. Yeah, on, he on, was thanking us. No, he, he wasn't. He, was, no. he took away our journalist card. <laughs> is what he did. Oh, he, he wouldn't touch a black card, but he did take your journalist card. Well, no, okay, he, he put yeah. us in the cancel. Group. He put us in the cancel group. So, uh, but I want to first kind of give some context here because he actually starts addressing um, uh, George Cooper. Right, right, right. Um, Lutheran, a Lutheran uh, pastor, pastor, and, and, like, and podcast host, and so forth. Yeah. And so he starts there, and then we'll get to us here in a minute. But listen, to what he had to say about about Cooper. So, what is Cooper's actual criticism? He tries to sort of make it about the approach of the film itself, but, but ultimately it's clear that he likes the approach. He just doesn't like or at least doesn't terribly respect, uh, at least in this case, me or The Daily Wire. Um, now, he's far from the only Christian in a position of leadership who's voiced this kind of objection to not only what is a woman, but all of the other work that we're doing on the gender ideology issue and in the culture in general. So, they, 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 so I hear this kind of thing a lot. They appreciate the work, but they really wish we weren't the ones doing it. The problem with me, they say, is that uh, I'm too polarizing, I'm too abrasive, I'm too controversial. And what's more, I'm not educated enough, not eloquent enough, not, uh, not the right kind of Christian, not the right sort of voice. And to those criticisms, I say yes. Uh, basically true. I am too much of some things and not enough of others. I am a very flawed vessel. So why did I make the film? Well, because... No one else did. There especially aren't, aren't very many Christian leaders coming to the front. It's not as though the foxhole is full. Okay, if you came up, we're not going to say, oh, we don't have room for you. We got too many people who want to be here. No, no, no. We got plenty of room a, down in the trenches. It's a great point. Yep. We invite any educated, PhD-wielding Christian pastor or theologian who wants to jump down into the mud with, with us and get their hands dirty. We invite you all to come. A PhD never would. 
I, I, I'm, I'm fine inviting anybody who wants yeah. to. If they know yeah. how to shoot, right. <laughs> they yeah, can yeah. engage. Well, it's like Rod Dreher when we talked to him. He was like, I, you know, despite our differences, yeah. I figure we're all going to be in the same cell block together. Yeah, that's, I appreciate it about Rod. So, there were some things like, I don't like some of the things y'all do. But, but yeah, like, let's but, talk. Let's get to know each other because yeah, we're yeah. going to be hanging. Was it, was it <laughs> yeah. Jefferson or uh, Franklin who said, if we don't hang together, we're going to hang separately? I don't know who said it, but I've heard that before. So I actually don't have a problem with what he's just saying here. I think he's actually right in some ways. Like there's, there's a lot of people. I don't know about his criticism of Jordan if it's true. I I, I didn't, I didn't listen to what Jordan was saying. Yeah. But his criticism about uh, all of, these leaders, where are the church general, leaders? Pastors in general. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, you know? does, it's not, it doesn't take you long to listen to cross politics to figure out Gabe's favorite line is, where's the church in all of this? That's right. right. That's like one right. of his, yeah. he almost needs so, a shirt. So so we, <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. the, she got the amen <laughs> corner over here, Matt Walsh, yeah. on that point. Okay, so now, um, before he gets into our criticism of him on what is a woman, he actually turns the corner and hits our your criticism on on the Daily Wire regarding Jeremy's razors. Yeah. And here's here's Matt's take on his take on our take on to- Pastor Toby's take. Inception so here's Matt's take. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. One other quick example. We, we released the Jeremy's Razors commercial back in March of this year. And we did something that no other conservative organization has done, to my knowledge, which is a high-priced sponsor left us because it opposed our values. And rather than changing our values to keep the sponsor, we told the sponsor to go to hell and we made a product to directly compete with them instead. Big win. It's an important cultural counterpunch. But some Christians were uncomfortable with it. It's uncomfortable. Toby Sumter is a prominent pastor, co-host of a popular <laughs> podcast you. called Cross Politics. Wait, he said popular? He a lot of good things on, on the you, podcast. I've listened to it. Hey! But... He wrote a lengthy article attacking the Jeremy's Razors ad, claiming absurdly that we somehow had sold out by making it. And he explained all the ways that it could have been done better. He also threw an irrelevant blindside punch at me and Michael Knowles, accusing us of being papist idolaters. Ah, was that irrelevant? You see, the whole uh, Jeremy's Razors campaign is a nice idea, he says, but, but he knows how it could have been done better. Yeah. He could have done it better. <laughs> and yet, he isn't doing it better. And never has. Has he ever produced anything with the cultural relevance of what the Daily Wire creates? Has he ever had a real substantive win in the culture in the way that we have? That we're changing laws and saving kids from getting mutilated and making content that has a real lasting noticeable impact for the good in our culture. Is Toby Sumter doing that? Is Jordan B. B. Cooper? Okay, so, but what what did Pastor Toby really say? Oh, I love these. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, what did Pastor Toby really say? Ben Shapiro, God bless him, and I mean that does not have a consistent place from which to actually fight the darkness of woke lies and progressive tyranny. This is because his core conviction is a woke lie. Jesus is not Lord. Again, that doesn't mean he can't say many true and helpful things, but his denial of Christ means that ultimately he is what Paul calls an enemy of the gospel, even though he is Paul's countryman by religion. Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles are papist idolaters who think the Pope is the head of the church, that Jesus is re-sacrificed every time the Mass is celebrated, and that holy tradition is an authority over the Bible. Look, I'm not an idiot. I watched Jeremy's Razor ad, and I see clearly what they're doing. It's an appeal to men to be manly, to build an alternative conservative economy, and screw the pansy woke liberals. We don't need your woke razors. We'll make our own damn razors. It's a brilliant move and almost brilliantly executed. But the point is this. 
You cannot fight back against 2022 wokeism with 1950s proto-wokeism. It could have been an amazing ad, but instead the Daily Wire pulled the punch. Instead, they sold out to a proto-woke mob. And if they continue down that path, they will soon be as lame as all the rest of late-night television. What they needed to do was have all the swagger and explosions minus the prostitutes, and the ad should have ended with Jeremy going home to a lovely wife and a table full of kids. Ooh! Oh. Ooh! You cut, uh, you cut the last part. What was the last part? We wanted you to say it. Yeah. That's why we cut it. Yeah, what was the last part? And then he l- gives his wife kind of a frisky look, and they walk into the back room together. Oh. oh. To go make more kids. That's <laughs> yeah, what you did I, I, really do, I really do like the way when we were putting Who, what, it. What producer cut that off? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the way our producer talked about this. Uh, I think it was Neil. He was talking about it. He's like, man, what are you talking about? We love the ad. It was great. We just didn't like the porn. Yeah, that's all. That's all for it. That was it. The ad was great. And that's the thing that I think he misses. Right. Yeah. I mean, first of all, Matt, you're doing way more than I've ever done. Yeah. Praise God well, for it. Well, I disagree. You're a pastor. Well, I, you it, actually have watch over human well, souls. I, I, I think there's well, whatever, a difference. Whatever. But <laughs> at least in terms of measuring like tangible no, no, can, you know, this cultural is, impact, this, I'm happy to give it to you. No, 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 no. I have a problem with this. I, I, I understand on the surface and on the look of things. But the way that God works, it doesn't work in that type of dynamic sure. necessarily. That's true. We have plenty of examples in the Bible where the long play, what doesn't seem like, look, the whole Bible right. is a long play. What right. doesn't seem really important or right. um, or, or impactful right. seems to be was, was, very, very impactful. Was Moses' mom making a, a little basket for her baby more impactful or less impactful than some Israelite elder who was negotiating with Egyptians. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah. see, the thing is that we do this where it's like, this is more important than that. No, 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 no. These need to be held yeah. together. They don't have to be enemies. They can be reconciled right. together. Yeah. And that's one of the things. It's like, and, Fair enough. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt's playing a game where he's kind of comparing things where it's like, we're, we're the body of Christ, bro. You right. know, it's like, we're, that's how we're treating him. Because but, but, we're treating him like, hey, you did a good job over here. Right. I hope I hope we're doing a good job for yeah, our faithful my main, foxhole over here. My whole main criticism fundamentally was why are you trying to sell razors with boobs? Yeah, that's right. Well, I can tell you why. Yeah, but, I mean, but why he's but that's I'm not, not saying con- it's good. That's not conservative. Yeah, that's not that's Christian. Right. It is proto woke, and yeah. you're going to lose. Yeah. Well, and the, but again, we want to be conservative. We want to be the kind of people that tell folks what a really a woman is for. Right. A woman is not to be on a man's shoulder with her breast hanging out and right. look how many I got running right. around with me. That's right. not what a woman what, is for. What is a woman? She's valuable. Matt, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I. I I you, actually had a higher view. You just used her as a piece of meat in that <laughs> right, commercial. Right, right. And Matt, Matt said that it sounded like he surprisingly got sideswiped with you calling him a papist idolater. My, my but, whole point. But Matt, what's the connection between idolatry and pornography? Right. The point is God's word. That's right. God's word. And, and I'm, I'm just like, I don't, that was the point. It wasn't a sideswipe. It wasn't irrelevant. My point was at the Daily Wire, they have a mix of religions. Yeah. Jewish secularists organization. Uh, I don't know. Um, Catholic, Catholic, evangelical, evangelical, yeah. whatever. It's ecumenical, yeah. And they're producing an ad that was really cool in a lot of ways, yeah. but nevertheless pulled the punch because they didn't know what those women's mammary glands were for. <laughs> the whole move, the whole That's play right. was smart, and, and there, I appreciate that. No, move. no, I, and I said that. I said yeah. that in, yeah. in my article that I thought it was a cool move. I just think they, 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 they. Uh, they pulled the punch. Yeah. So Matt goes on to talk about our criticism. So we we did a show where we kind of walked through what is a woman. Oh, we didn't walk through it all, but we kind of talked about it. But we, we pulled we, some of the clips. And we and were, I think, very appreciative. We, we were. Nuh-uh. And 
And um, <laughs> not according to Matt. Not according to Matt. Oh, uh, right. So here's where he gets into uh, his criticism of our criticism of what is a woman. By the way, it won't surprise you to learn that the cross politic guys also criticized what is a woman on the grounds that I'm Catholic, which means the film, in terms of impact, quote, won't do much. And B, um, I didn't bring Jesus into the film. In the scene where I'm debating the pro-trans pediatrician, they wanted me to launch into a sermon about the saving power of Jesus Christ in the middle of the movie. And uh, because I didn't, you know, that's a, that's a big problem. Once again, they've, they, they could have made a much better version of the movie, a much more Christian, you know, much more Christian, much holier version. And yet they haven't. Mm. They didn't. Come on now. They aren't. Mm. Oh. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> but, hurt, but, but hang on. Hang on. Oh. What did we say? How, what did we, how did we critique what is a woman? Oh. Yeah. It really was a great documentary, but I have to agree with Jason Whitlock. The only problem with this documentary is they have no problem. It's like going to war with Vietnam. You're willing to go to war with Vietnam, but you didn't drop the nukes. You didn't bring Jesus. And you didn't bring Jesus. Yeah. When you say, I want to get to the truth, yeah. and he's like, well, you know, what is truth to you? Jesus, a person, right, is the yeah. truth. Right. The way. Right. Yeah, and it, that's, you can't come to understand the whole, anything right. in the world apart right. from Christ. Right. If you don't lead with that, at the end of the day, right. then she's right. You're not listening. Yeah. Right. If, if, if right. we can, if she can have her truth and you can have yeah. your truth and he's arguing for some neutral foundation of truth, right. it doesn't exist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that center point of truth, the only reason these people have any sort of allowance to even think this insane way is because Christ allows it. Mm. Right. There is an area right. where we can tolerate them, but it's on our grounds that Christ has made. Right. And they don't they don't get to have right. that center. No. Right. And nor do you get to. How do they convince you that it's OK for you to leave your nukes while they bring theirs? Right. Yeah. No. They're not. Right. They're not ignoring their God. So I, we were watching it. My daughter. I, she was. There's some points in here. Matt does such a great job of nailing people down a little bit, and there's yeah. some humor that he uses, and he's so pan faced. Like it's, it's really yeah. good. Right. And I was taking that. Matt. There was one something he did. And my daughter was like, "Oh, that's so good." And I was like, "Yeah, babe. You know he's a Catholic, right?" She was like, "He'll do for now." <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That that humor from her yeah. was enough to make me say, "You're yeah. right." Where yeah. are we? Yeah. Well, it's like John Doyle. That's the same thing, right? That's, That's the same thing. It'll do for now. It'll do for now. Yeah, I mean, and, and we that we have to, and it's not doing very much, but it'll do for now. Right. You know, well, well somebody's standing up, somebody's yeah. speaking yeah. up, and we we need to. This needs to be us. This yeah. needs to be the center that we're that we're leading in. So so as much as that was a sting, and it was, you'll do for it'll do for now. Right. That was a sting. There is even a bigger punch behind that sting that actually agrees with some of Matt's criticism, right. yeah. which is. And I've said this before. Where's the church? Where's the church? When you look at the Catholics and the pro-life movement, we weren't there. They they were there. They were there. But we don't win and destroy the enemy apart from the gospel of Jesus Christ. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God and salvation. That is the thing that destroys and breaks the yoke and destroys. So while I think that God in many ways, and we can see this through scripture, has actually put people in place to Stop the dam right. Right, and hold it up. The criticism ultimately is that the church hasn't been engaged in the way that the church needs right. to be engaged which, which in order to have this up conversation. With exactly the point that Matt was making. Yeah, it, it really does. It's just that, you know, if Matt would have said, hey, you know, he, let me tell you something, man. At the end of the day, there is only one truth. That truth comes from Christ. And the, the reason you're having a hard time understanding your place in this world is because you reject sure. that truth. Right. right. And so and that's what I, well, you got to remember that you got to remember that the name of this show is cross politics, politic, not politic cross. 
Right, all right? right. It's always the cross, yeah. right? That is over politics. That, over yeah. politics. So we're looking at this and saying, wait, the, the well, work. What are you going to say, Pastor? Well, I'm just going to say, too, like, you want to finish your thought? Uh, yeah, I want to. We got to remember who made the world. Right, right. The left didn't make the world. Yeah. Christ made the world. That's right. He's the one who has complete control over its bends and obeys to him. The world, the universe obeys Christ. And it's compelling everyone else to do the same thing. And we get to do it in a much more specific way with the word of God. Why wouldn't we be like the rest of the universe? And I wouldn't actually don't mind somebody saying, you know what? I decided to, to, I know I've got this nuke. I'm going to take a surgical strike with this missile. Yeah, I get the, it. The nuke is Christ. The nuke is the gospel. Yeah. The nuke is the word of God. But I'm going to shoot this natural law missile over there and and you know and completely and destabilize let it mess with their hair. Right. Yeah. Like I don't have any problem with that move. Like I, I I think you know I think I agree. This is our this is the potency. This is this is where our, our foundation is, and you're not ultimately going to win without it. But I don't mind having a conversation with somebody on the street and arguing on. Uh, but you know what? Here's the thing. Every time we talk to somebody about natural law, it always becomes problematic because what they're really doing is they're putting aside biblical law. And almost every time well, we, I can't if remember. they are. Remember, what was the lady that we talked to about them before us? I can't, um, Katie Faust. Katie, Katie Faust. Yeah. Yeah. I love what she's doing. Yeah. I love how she's engaging. And she's trying to find a way to get in there and have that wedge. And, yeah. and, and it's and part, messy. And it's yeah. me- I know it's yeah. messy, but at the end of the day, is the word of God really powerful and sharper than the two-edged sword, right? Is it able to actually get in there and do what it's supposed to do? And so what we end up doing, when we were talking to her, one of the things I noticed is that she kind of put aside biblical law, biblical doctrine in order to use this, the natural, and I I find that, but then when it came time to implement the biblical side, there was, it was left aside. It was put aside and never came into play. Now that I have your attention, let me give you that God that I'm talking about. That those two things are are separated well, we, we almost had, all the we've time. We've had Matt Walsh on the show before. I don't know actually, if he remembers, but but we actually talked to that him was, about. Well, he this remembered very listening issue. to us, but that was because he came on a show and he listened to us. Yes, <laughs> but, but that was a fight when but we that, talked that to him. That was the first what we time. argued about yeah. it because he actually said, "I I don't think it's helpful to argue with a Christian presupposition with, with, with um Bible basically right. and Scripture." He says, "People who don't believe in the Bible." Um, they not deny gonna, it. They're not right. going to be persuaded by it, and so we need to use other tools. And again, I don't mind using other tools. I'm fine with that, but not because I think the Bible is ineffective. It right. is. It is the sharpest sword. It is the sharpest weapon we have in the arsenal. That yeah. is the thing that God uses to break hard hearts. You know. So there's two things I want to say. First, I want to say thank you, Matt. It's. I think it's really, and I'm. I kind of can sound funny with this, but I'm not being funny. I think it's actually a kind thing for him to do to bring us up yeah. and talk about. Right. That's, I, I, think, I didn't know I was worth responding to. Yeah, I, I mean, he, that, his show will do a quarter of a million views. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think it's cool. I think it's cool. And anytime, Matt, we got some beers here. Anytime you want to come in studio and have the conversation or have it with us again, I'd be more than happy uh, to. Or Scotch. I, yeah, I, you might have canceled us, but we still your homies. I just want you to know that you, you, you good. And, and we're still giving him the journalist of the I, year. I'm award. not taking it back <laughs> for the, real. The other thing. I want to say and i have to make this really important just because you are doing something doesn't mean that you're doing it right or effectively mm-hmm. so remember uza remember when when the ark fell and uh-huh. he wanted to oh, uh, yeah. uh, touch, uh, touch the ark or hold, hold he, the ark he, up he wanted to do good 
He won it. They, so they had, was it David just got done having a battle? They won. They're yeah. going to go pick up the and ark. The ark is falling. And the ark is falling. He stretched out his hand. And he stretched out his hand to stop the ark from hitting the dirt. Right. And in that moment, it says the wrath of God was kindled against him right. and he killed him. Right. Right then and there. Just because you're doing something yeah. doesn't mean that you're doing it the way that God had told you to do it or the right way. So just doing something, I, that's why part of me doesn't, I know what people mean when they say this. I just don't like it all the time. I like my way of doing something better than your way of yeah, not doing yeah, it. Right. Well, uh-huh. that doesn't mean that your way of doing it is good or should be done that way, yeah. right? Or should be or, done at all. Or, or or can't is above being improved, right? I mean, I mean, the, I mean, I I would think of this primarily in terms of I think we want to, I want to see the Daily Wire succeed. Exactly. I want to see Matt Walsh succeed. I want to see their fight be even more potent and effective. And I'm just saying, and lasting. And yeah. I'm just saying, like. Dude, I, I think your blade's a little dull here. And over there on that whole, you know, the the, the stuff with Jeremy's Razors ads and, you know, the stuff with Dave Rubin. Yeah. Um, that's I, not going to help you. I think you tied, a, you know, a cinder block to your leg. And I don't think that's going to be effective in the battle. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, do, I just. Do we want to let Jason have, Whitlock so, have the last word so, here? Or so, do we want to go? So, at the conference, yeah. one of the things that we brought up during the live show with Megan Basham was that Christians. They don't know how to uh, run plays, nor do they understand when plays are run on them. Mm-hmm. And so I was asking Jason, you know, what are the plays that we need to run in right. order to be able to engage with the culture? And Jason Whitlock had a he wonderful, wonderful answer to that question. Yeah. There's nothing more powerful than the gospel. And so mm. for Christians to run plays, mm. we've already been given the greatest playbook. Come on now, you better oh. preach up in here. Uh, really, oh, you just got the organ. All we have to do is have the discipline and the intelligence to follow the playbook. Mm. We don't do that, mm. and that's why it's so easy to run plays on us. Mm. Man, enough. I wonder if Jason. I wonder if Jason Whitlock is going to get canceled on Matt Walsh's. Well, you know, you know, what's really funny. I think Jason. I was when we talked about this when we did that show. Jason Whitlock had just did a show. Kind on of what is the woman, on what, what is, is a woman, woman and yeah. gave basically the same exact criticism. Right. And I thought it was a very valid criticism because right. I'm taking what I'm seeing from Jason. Like that's a really good point. And right. I couldn't say it better. Right. And then Matt Walsh goes on Jason's show and they have the exact same conversation. I think like the day later or yeah. something oh, like really? that. Yeah. So Walsh is not you know ignorant of this critique. Right. Um, I just maybe he just needs to come have some beers with us yeah. so he can come get his award for real. <laughs> Well, meanwhile, we're on a mission to make magazines great again, That's Matt right. Walsh. So subscribe to our Fight, Laugh, Feast magazine. Oh, we quor- can send this with his award. Let's send it with the award. This is a quarterly mini book-like experience packed full of a variety of authors that includes theologically driven cultural commentary, a psalm of the quarter, recipes for feasting, laughter sprinkled throughout the glossy pages, and more. Sign up your church. Sign up your grumpy uncle. Sign up Matt Walsh. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up today for issues and sixty. I was just waiting for that. I was waiting mm, for something. Mm, an just, amen or just something. Sixty dollars per year. That's it. Go to fightlefteast.com right now and sign up. The Psalm of the day. Here, here. Y'all ready? Okay. Psalm sixty-five. Psalm sixty-five. I'm, actually, I'm yeah. just gonna get it going. It's Isaac Watts, you guys. Ah. Psalm sixty-five. At least the last half of Psalm sixty-five. There we go. If you don't sing psalms like this in your church, beautiful. Man, this is a this is a good sound. And it's easier than you think. It is. It sounds complicated, but it's easier than you think. Now, even Gabe can sing it. Yes, with one deaf ear. That's right. You have no excuses. Psalm sixty-five. 
praise waits for thee, O God, in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. O thou that hearest prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, thou shalt purge them all away. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in the courts. He shall be satis- We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. By terrible things and righteousness wilt thou answer us, O God of our salvation, who art the confidence of all the ends of the earth, and of them that are far off upon the sea, which by his strength setteth fast the mountains, being girded with power, which still at the noise of the seas, the noise of their waves, and the tumult of the peoples. They also that dwell in the uttermost parts are afraid at thy tokens. Thou makest the outgoings of the morning and the evening to rejoice. Thou visitest the earth and waterest it. Thou greatly enriches it with the river of God, which is full of water. Thou preparest them corn when thou hast so provided for it. Thou waterest the ridges thereof abundantly. Thou settlest the furrows thereof. Thou makest it soft with showers. Thou blessest the springing thereof. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy paths drop Mm. fatness. They drop upon the pastures of the wilderness, and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with the flocks. The valleys are also covered over with corn, and they shout for joy, and they also sing. So Psalm 65 is about gathering for worship. It looks forward to praising God, performing vows to God, lifting prayers, being forgiven, drawing near, seeing his glory in his presence, and remembering all his awesome deeds. And then the psalm breaks out into a kind of doxology, and that's actually the part of the psalm that that uh, Watts set to this music. God's, the, the confidence of the ends of the earth, even of all those who are far off on the seas, and this is the case because the mountains stand by God's strength. He quiets the roaring seas and the tumult of all the peoples. God rules the morning and the evening and all the seasons, bringing water upon the earth, blessing harvests, filling the thirsty ridges with showers of water. God crowns the year with his goodness and the little hills and pastures and valleys even rejoice in God with singing. This world is a cornucopia of glory. We serve the infinite God, infinite in beauty, goodness, truth, glory, grace, and power. And part of what this means is that there is no shortage of glory and goodness in this world. We do not serve the God of limited supply. We do not serve the God of scarcity. There's no ultimate pie of blessing such that if someone else gets a bigger slice, then that means you get a smaller one. There, There are many applications of this. If God is the Lord of your family, while there may be finite gifts and blessings in a particular moment or place, if you see Christ overall, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he never runs out. If God's the Lord of church planting, then the more faithful biblical churches in your community, the better. All elbow throwing, all envy, all rivalry is fundamentally a contradiction of the gospel of grace and the infinite supply of God's blessing. Or if you're in the Christian conference world, there should only be godly competition in the sense that we're all trying to spur each other on to love and good works, trying to outdo one another in kindness and hospitality. But the more Christian conferences, the better. Is America completely discipled yet? (laughs) Ha. Has every knee bowed, every tongue confessed that Christ is Lord? then we still have our work cut out for us. We need more conferences, more books, more churches, schools, businesses, podcasts, families. And if we're Christian, we should not be looking sideways at other people doing similar things, worried that God's blessing will somehow run out if they get there first. That's right. We should keep our eyes fixed on Jesus who rules the mountains and the oceans and the hills and every morning and evening and harvest come from his infinite hand. We serve the God of abundance. And so when it comes to a co-belligerent like Matt Walsh, we have nothing but blessing for him. May God bless you, Matt. 
May you have complete security in Jesus Christ and Christ alone and lose all that Roman Catholic confusion. (laughs) But in terms of your work to expose the darkness and lies of our common enemies, praise God for your work and keep it up. I think you should tell Jeremy and Ben to stop trying to sell razors by sexualizing women's bodies. And I think you all should admit that it was stupid and foolish and playing by the enemy's playbook. We also think you made a massive mistake in not distancing yourself from Dave Rubin's eugenics project. You cannot consider Rubin's eugenics merely a different lifestyle choice that you disagree with and keep fighting to protect children from tranny mutilations, at least not for long. Dave Rubin described the surgical violence he's doing to his own children by buying women's eggs on an open market, creating babies in test tubes, implanting them in rented wombs, and intending to raise them cut off from their biological mothers. You cannot pretend that violence to the natural family like that is not directly connected to what you have been seeking to unmask and expose That's right. in your What is a Woman documentary and your work exposing the butchery of places like Vanderbilt University. It's the same project, Matt. But this world is a gigantic place, and God tells the best stories. So God bless you, and we'll see you along the way, Lord willing. We don't mind being canceled by you at all. We're not offended. We think it's hilarious. And we certainly agree that we like the way you're doing cultural engagement a whole lot better than many are not doing it at all, including many pastors and Christians who really ought to know better. That's facts. But fundamentally, we are convinced that if we have God's blessing on our efforts, we cannot be stopped. And you can have all the fleshly wisdom or money in the world, but if you don't have God's blessing, your project will end in ruin and confusion. God holds the mountains by his mighty power. He stills the oceans. He brings the harvests. He makes the valleys sing with showers. So here's to our God of abundance, and here's to Matt Walsh. Here, here. Psalm 65. Cheers. So if you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy refining rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. Meet Big Ed. He has a tax-funded taste for children. Big Ed knows that the best grooming starts early. He has a plan for your preschoolers, a plan to gender confuse your grade schoolers. But if you think his grooming stops there, you have not been paying attention. Big Ed wants to liberate your daughters from old-fashioned ideas like, well, you already know. Big Ed has dorm rooms ready for you in prison buildings of learning, and professors standing by dedicated to grooming young adults in doubt and unbelief. After all, he is the gatekeeper of this brave new world. And if you want a job, you'll need to pay him with years of your life for a permission slip. Yeah, whatever. You think David paid Goliath for a certificate in giant management before those two squared off? Did Luther major in theses? Was George Washington summa cum laude in empire repellents? while Jefferson focused on ag with a minor in declarations. 
When the world needs saving, meaningful vocations abound for those who are truly prepared. And the truth is, despite Marxist advances, this is still America and Big Ed is still a voluntary opt-in. So don't. Not at any level. Not preschool. Not middle school. Not college. It isn't complicated. When Big Ed offers you free candy, stay away. You'll thank us later. We know it's crazy, but run with us here. Men and women were created in the image of God. You don't need a government certificate of faux learning for personal validation or permission to work. You were born with divine permission to pursue knowledge and understanding, truth, goodness, and beauty. And at New St. Andrews College, we are committed to helping students do just that to their fullest potential. In an age dominated by chaos when learning is on a choke leash controlled by Big Ed and his many strange friends, ours is an education for outlaws, an education for men and women committed to building a beautiful and free society in the ruins of the Western world. When thinking is outlawed, only outlaws will think. Yes, Big Ed hates what we do, but his hatred brings us joy. New St. Andrews College. Liberal arts for outlaws. Mind, body, and soul.